Hello, welcome back to the Mildly Forge Boomers podcast. My name is Nero, aka Onforge. Uh, I'm joined by Hassan, aka Mildly Creative. Hello, hello. Uh, we're once again joined by uh, Jake Hodgkiss, aka Vulcan. Hello. And uh, we got another special guest who's been, been following the show for ages now. Kind of follows it religiously, like he's in a cult. Join uh, us. Uh, Driscoll. Uh, I don't know what to call you, mate. Like, uh, hello, this is me. I am Drizzle, aka Jake. Ah, uh, shall I call you? We have Jake. We have Drizzle Jake. Paul. And slightly cooler, Jake. I'll let you battle it out to the death to decide yeah. which one is slightly <laughs> cooler, Jake. Out of hand. No, yeah. there is two of them. No, yeah, there are two. Uh, I'm happy to go by whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll probably use Drizzle, I guess. I don't know. No worries. Got a shelf for Liverpool. Oh, oh, oh Driz- Drizzle, if you will. <laughs> Drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. We're doing another culture episode for this week. We're talking about the phenomenon of Star Wars. And let's be real, all four of us here are massive Star Wars fans. Uh, some people need to purge for not watching Star Wars uh, or put on a cross. So, uh, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, right? Mm. The original trilogy is kind of mid. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're starting with this, reason right? Why, reason why. It's a fucking standard hero's journey story. It does an overdone as shit. That's no. my only major complaint. It's a well done hero's journey story, right? But but it's nothing unique in that sense. Okay. Yeah, but I don't feel like a story needs to have, you know, massive amounts of uniqueness. If there's a formula, you can't break it. Right, but before we go on to that, guys, we got to start with the amazing segment that we always start every episode with, is, uh, which is made by Driscoll, by the way. Uh, what is the government up to? Right, nothing. Uh, what's happening in America? Uh, yeah, that's what. Oh, that's what. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Some climate plan. They're probably bullshit. having another party in number 10 in the heat wave in the middle of a house pipe, bam. They've probably got a hot tub in there somewhere, bro. Now, you mentioned something before we started about this uh, a meeting, right? About uh, yeah. the cost of so, living crisis, right? So, so I was reading up, and uh, Boris Johnson vows a meaningful meeting with devolved leaders on cost of living. Right, so, so that's completely meaningless, right? <laughs> so read the Tories, the very rich, middle-class, upper-class people will discuss the cost of living for the working class. Mm, great idea. <laughs> Yeah, so so the government, as we concluded, is up to no good. Right, okay, we concluded that. Uh, right. Boris Johnson has also pledged to give a bunch of dementia charities some money. Wow, yeah. crazy. Totally not a publicity stunt to make himself more popular or anything, yeah. right? Before he gets the bucket kicked out of him, metaphorically speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he needs to have some people like him so he still has a career, the fucking... Uh parasitic slime that he is yeah well, I, I, wonder if he'll, uh, I wonder if he'll go back as mayor of London after oh, he's uh... no please stop reminding me of that ever existing <laughs> I, mean, hey, he'd, I mean hey he'd actually do a better job than Mr. Knife Crime Capital uh, Dick Caddy runs it currently to be fair Sadiq Khan that's how little I care about him I don't even remember his fucking name <laughs> Fucking right, yeah. moron. I think knife knife crime like almost yeah. tripled underneath him, which is fucking hilarious, by the mm. way. And people still vote this dickhead in what twice in a row. Fucking sheep, man. Right. Anyway, you were saying, uh, getting back to the funny point, you were saying, you were saying the original trilogy was mid uh, because it follows the uh, formula no, of mid. the hero uh, story. Right. It's just oversaturated, and honestly, right. Honestly, right? First viewing, I 
like I don't know if there's if it was just me, but like some of the twists were kind of obvious. Because, I mean, come on, given all the shit Luke gets up to in the first episode, even just in the desert, you can tell he's not just some random guy. And, mm. like, Obi-Wan is suspicious as fucking hell, given he knows all of this shit, and from what we know, he's literally never met Luke before. Okay. Right. What, what the problem with that is, at the time, the formula wasn't heavily oversaturated as it is in today's market. In movies, yes. In books... <laughs> Absolutely not. In book, oh no! I fully believe that even though he used that formula, he expanded on it and made it, you know, his own. Which is what you should do: take concept, make it your own. That's what he did with Star Wars. Um, no, 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 no! He didn't twist the concept. Though. The concept's exactly the same. It's a very high, high, like quality version of a hero's journey concept, right? I'm not saying he twisted it or anything. I'm saying like he did put his uh, his own thoughts and things into it to make it. Yeah, and that's, that's just that's, universe, that's what makes it high quality, it? right? Yeah. That's what makes it high quality. Yeah, because like, uh, well, it's a rise and it's it's a fall followed by a rise story. Like, mm. it's nothing like groundbreaking as far as general plot goes, right? The world building, I'll say, is like really, really good. But the issue is, you don't get too much of that world building in the first three movies. Yeah, it's from yeah. the supplementary materials like the comics and like the shows and everything we got after the movies, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah. The problem was when he was making these films, science fiction films were not a big media. They were not a big like everyone wanted to watch a science fiction film. So George Lucas was very aware of this and knew when he was making these films, he was unsure if people were gonna like it or not. So I think he went a bit more tame with the first three. Obviously, he was trying to get that audience in, trying to build up this franchise first, and then he could go wild with all the shows, the prequels, the sequels, all that. To be fair, so. though, the prequels are literally, right, people have fond memories of them because of the memes, but, like, the movies yeah. themselves absolutely fucking suck. Yeah, Object- they're pretty mediocre. Like, the two most memorable scenes I can think of off the top of my head that I actually quite enjoyed watching were the Darth Maul fight oh, and the Mr. Maul fight scene. And then the Mustafa fights him because that was just sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. That scene. Hodgkiss, you're awfully quiet. We need an opinion on this. I, I, I was just letting you guys speak. I was gonna right. Hodgkiss, I've got oh. a question for you then. Go What's on. your favorite trilogy? Original, prequel, sequel. The, th- the thing is, the original is it, it, it's the one that started. It's the one that kickstarted sci-fi. Uh, sci-fi films in general so that is the best trilogy mm. just is but i, I don't know if well, I'll, ask, re- I'll ask nero and uh hassan as well which which one's your favorite trilogy i've always been split on whether to pick original or prequel uh personally but uh, prequel is objectively bad so uh yeah. like sequels <laughs> don't they, fucking exist yeah they're, they're, yeah. they're charmingly uh, bad though yeah, the, you that's, can see that's those... the thing though. I'm looking at them from a cinema perspective, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess, the best yeah. one is absolutely the original trilogy, right? Hi, yeah. Like a high production quality on a basic concept is always infinitely better than trying to do something different and it failing miserably. Mm. I'd, like, I'd the say original story, like, like, genuinely, like the whole midichlorian me off on. infinitely pissed me off. Okay, mm. uh, the original like, trilogy that made it such a loved. Like, why is it better than the rest? Why is the original? Apart from nostalgia, like that being the first one, what about it makes it better? Mm. What? Uh, lack, a lack of 
uh, as many plot holes as some of the other movies. Mm, right? Yeah. Because let's be honest, right? There are a lot of plot holes in some of the other movies, uh, new ones and uh, prequel and prequels ones as well. Yeah. Um, and like, honestly, uh, we didn't need that much of a, just a Darth Vader bag, sorry, because that's kind of all of the what the prequels were gonna like. Yeah, I get you. It made him less scary as a villain, which is not something you want to do, right? Because think about it this way if in every scene, Instead mm. of that creepy ass Star Vader helmet, you just see Anakin Skywalker. Is he as right. scary? No. But isn't the, the whole point of <laughs> like the way you watch Star Wars is you meant to watch the originals first and then the prequels? But the just, problem is well, yeah. because, they are labeled, because they are labeled prequels, right? A mm. lot of people new to the franchise watch them first. Yeah, because it, it, it doesn't help because of the episode labeling as well. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have that same experience of witnessing Darth Vader as this terrifying, unknowable villain, like, mm. in the first couple of scenes. You're like, oh, yeah. this is just Anakin Skywalker, that fucking crybaby loser who hates sand. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, sure, he burned it point with it. But, uh... This is, my, this is my controversial point with it. I think the prequels were good for humanising Darth Vader. Because Vader was just a bad guy. He was an evil bad guy. And at the end, you know, he might have been his dad or whatever and he redeemed himself, but... The prequels showed us why he was a bad guy. It gave him a personality. Yeah, I, I like agree. that. You can, see, you can see the sad fate that he was in. And, you know, he had good intentions. He, all he wanted was to have a family. It's and good. He got manipulated and twisted villains, by right? both Palpatine and the Jedi. And it good messed him up. And I think that makes villains, him better. It's good to give them a sort of reason for, like, committing bad deeds and stuff, right? But on the flip side, if the uh, the issue is because of the way they did it and the way they structured the movies, uh, insofar as the order you watch it, right? Mm. Uh, most people watch the prequels first just because they're called prequels, right? So obviously you want to watch them before the uh, sequels, even I'd though they're two, three, four, five, six, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so if you watch the original trilogy first. It's, you sort of lose that, like, the prequels take away from that sort of sense of fear you have for Darth Vader. Yeah. Right? You mm. don't think he's as scary anymore. Like, and you feel like, you know, like, um, a lot of the, like, badass scenes that he has just make him look like a pathetic whiny child. Like, him choking out all those uh, rebels and those, like, his officers just looks like he's compensating for a small dick or something, right? Yeah. Mm. But if you watch the prequels first, you're never scared of him to begin with, right? It's yeah. good character development, don't get me wrong, mm. right? But they don't mesh well together. They don't work well together, yeah, right? They, they feel like separate, yeah. They don't feel like the same person at all. If, yeah, I think that's what they were trying see, to do with the prequels and the sequels. Uh, uh, and it's a little too big of a shift as far as, like, the see, movies. I, don't, I disagree. Though. Yeah, I and in the same poster as I, I liked the separation I of Anakin and Vader. Like, they felt well, like. Well, if you let me finish. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I'm not trying to be bitchy or anything, but, like, yeah. I wasn't done. Uh, well, I just wanted to say that in the movies, you don't get the sense that they are similar at all. Mm. Yeah. Whereas, again, with all of the other expanded content and stuff, like, you know, the comics and just context mm. of gl galactic events mm. you can kind of understand why he ends up like that yeah because like 
do the movies ever explain fully just how sick and twisted the Sith actually are? No. No, you need the backstory to that, yeah. Palpatine just kills a bunch of people. It's fucked up, but mm. it's not, like, inherently horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, to be fair, I'll give it you. All the, back, all the background to the Sith we've ever got is, Sith want to control everything. That's it, basically. Pretty much, and the in the in the movie, uh, yeah. and then the arch enemy of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah that's, that's now, all we like, I got into Star Wars through uh, the. Uh... I got in through Star Wars with the Knights of the Old Republic games, so that's oh. an old Republic era, right? Oh. And the way they portray the Sith there, mm. like rather than you know just absolute crazed maniacs or something, it's it's just a more much more human like. They want to control things, right? They want yeah. to be the one in charge. Mm. I personally yeah. thought that was a much better way of uh, like humanizing Darth Malak in that, right? Mm. He always felt inferior to Revan, so the way he did it is in Revan's moment of weakness after he, he was fighting yeah. backstab mm. him and he took over, right? Mm. And like Revan isn't a good guy, but he's not a bad guy either. And like when he recovers his memories in the second game, which to be honest, the fact that they didn't finish that game is fucking criminal. Mm. Uh, but, like, with the expanded content, like, Revan wasn't a bad guy even during the Jedi Wars. He killed a lot of them, sure, right? And he, yeah. like, and, like, he killed thousands of Mandalorians for the Jedi, and he killed thousands of Jedi for the Sith. But mm. when he finally rediscovers, like, himself as a person, he realizes that both sides are complete bullshit, right? <laughs> yeah. both, both powers are simply a means to an end. Mm. This is what I've seen with Revan. The backstory I've seen from him is before he got manipulated to be obviously a massive Sith, uh, when he was a Jedi, he wanted to fight for to defend the innocent, which is the Jedi principle. You defend who... You, defend, you use your power to defend the people who don't have power. Mm. You see, and the best thing at is... At the time, right? with the Mandalorian War, the Jedi said, no, we're not helping these people. You know, it's not our business, we're not getting involved. And Revan was like, nah, screw that. I'm jumping and getting involved. Yeah, that's what yeah, I like. And like him, him, him and Malak both said, "Fuck it, dude. We have the power to help people, and we'll do it, right?" Mm. And like, I, the, like the uh, scene. Oh well, I say scene. Just like the, the the little bit of the story where, like, you know, you learn the backstory behind why he wears that mask. Seeing that Mandalorian woman defend those, like, like you know, innocents, basically mm. the civilians, right? While the rest of them are just dropping basilisks and nuking people, like. She upheld her principle, she upheld her honor, and, like, Revan respected that. Yeah. And, like, the mm. funny thing is that, like, even with the amount of them that he fucking killed, the Mandalorians adore Revan, they respect him so much. Because, See, unlike the other yeah. Jedi, unlike the other Jedi, he didn't sit his ass in a seat and preach high-minded ideals. He yeah. went that fucking went in. Sure, it led to him being corrupted in the end, but honestly, I think the Mandalorian War did that a lot more than, uh, fucking, uh, Vicia ever could. Mm. Like, the right. Sith Emperor is scary, don't get me wrong, and he did brainwash yeah. him, right? But those feelings were already there in spades. Mm. Like, they were starting to build in Revan, yeah. It's a tangent, I know, but, like, bringing it back to the Darth Vader yeah. point, yeah. imagine something like that. But for the prequel trilogy. See, though, yeah. Over what, what we actually got in the movies, right? Mm. It's what I did like about the pre uh, prequels, though, because obviously the first one, where Anakin was just a young boy, you can see from the very start, Palpatine was like, he even said it, we'll keep a close eye on you. Yeah. All of him and his, you know, bodies, you know, like... What, so from the very manipulation, start, yeah. It, from the very start, you knew Palpatine was going to manipulate that young boy. And he was going to be a massive influence of why he became who he did. 
you saw it throughout mm. the whole prequels. Palpatine, mastermind that he is, managed to any moment you get weave these doubts into Anakin and corrupt him. I taste uh, the irony, like what Anakin grew up without a father. Um, let's be real. But yeah, uh, he had he had like, no father. So pa- he saw Palpatine as like a father figure. So like, I prefer, he saw he originally he saw Qui Gon. As soon as Qui Gon died. Mm. I'm gonna have to stop you right there. Yeah. The only reason Anakin at all decided to work with Palpatine is the Sifiling bullshit. Because to be honest, he probably still would have killed him. Yeah. Like, in okay. the scene where he killed Mace yeah, Windu. Episode dead. 3, yeah. yeah. That was the thing, though. There was no build up to uh, the fact that he needed the healing ritual, though. It was just the one that off, yeah. That was, was all he said about it. Like, it's sort of... The manipulation is there, but, like, because of that bit, it just kind of invalidates the entire thing. Right. right? And I know I know we're talking about the films right now, but in Legends... I don't know if it's Legends or it's canon anymore, because obviously the whole Disney... We'll talk about it later. But, yeah. um, that can probably confirm what I for Yeah, in one of the comics, it shows that Palpatine was giving Anakin these visions while he was sleeping, because obviously we've seen the second one, is it? Or the third one? Where he's sleeping, he sees the visions of Padme dying. Yeah, it, it was revealed in the comics that that's Palpatine. Yeah, know, no, 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 that's, them canon. In. that's that's canon. Hmm. Is it yeah. still canon? Yeah, yeah, that should still be. Canon. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's brilliant as you know for development towards uh, Palpatine because just show that he has that power to force people to see you know stuff that might happen and to push Anakin subconsciously without even even knowing he's being tricked more towards whoever will help him like in his. To con- like deal with these feelings more and more, because he's seeing it more and more in his head. Absolutely, to build that conflict yeah. within him is brilliant story up, writing. Like, the whole like actual like power of the dark side, right? It's not just raw power like dominating your opponents, like mm. we often get with the uh, Ventress and Maul, right? Mm. There is a lot more subtlety to it as well, right? Mm. But like again, a lot of the. Uh, Movie, the movies don't ever show that. They just show, you know, feats of power, like Palpatine using the Force Lightning and stuff, right? Yeah. Shit, that's cool and all, right? But, like, you know, can we not get more, like, Sith, like, dark rituals and stuff? You know what I mean? We get that sure, it story, probably yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't have, like... It would have been, like, R-rated, obviously, if they'd gone too far into some of the stuff. Mm. But, like, they could have at least mentioned it a little, you know, or at least brought it up once. Yeah. Yeah. And to fair, I think we did get a glimpse of that in the sequels where obviously we had the uh, Kylo interrogation kind of scene where he's like forcing himself into their mind. Which I, I guess is, you know, kind of what you're asking for, not to the extent you're asking. But mm. that's the one thing I did like about the sequels, that it showed Kylo having this really intense power of being able to force his way into someone's mind and like absolutely break them. Yeah. I, that's the one thing I do love about the sequels. You know, the thing, you know what makes that even funnier? <laughs> what? That is like a very basic Sith technique. (laughs) That is one of the most basic techniques, and it's just a test of willpower. Mm. Right? Uh, Against anyone with greater willpower, Kylo would legitimately just die. Oh, yeah. Which is why I think it's bullshit Luke loses. Sorry, he lost against Finn, who isn't confirmed to have force powers, even though he does. Ray, who has no training. Yeah. Like, in hand-to-hand combat, well, saber-to-saber combat, Kylo has been trained by to be fair, the Jedi. To be fair, before we talk about so, Rey at all, in any yeah. sense, I think we can ignore Rey's involvement in any power scaling because she's entirely oh, a yeah. Mary Sue. 
she is entirely a Mary Sue. That she like there is no reason she should be powerful at all. In fact, she should probably be a throwaway yeah. character. No one brings up. I'm not gonna lie, right? She's From just. That, a Mary I can see her having some power because she's on Jakku, a very sleazy planet. You you learn to defend yourself. Fair enough. It might yeah, not be the best combat, but I can see why she'd be a good combat. Her powers up. She should have no power at all. Yeah. No. The one, the fact that she could, on herself, learn how to use force healing, and. No other Jedi. Which is Master an Yoda ancient art that's been lost. Yeah, yeah, that was lost. The fact mm. that Master Yoda, a nine-year, a nine-hundred-year-old being, couldn't figure that out. Yeah. All the great minds of the Jedi Temple, working together, couldn't figure that out. But Ray, just going on a merry way, just figured it out. Which is really BS, yeah. I wouldn't have minded. I wouldn't have minded her inheriting some techniques, right? But her learning forgotten techniques and just being able to use all of them with no real drawbacks. Mm. Right, general crazy. rundown. Like, we all hate the the sequels here, right? Generally, like generally. Oh, that's good. If but... you don't hate, if, if you don't <laughs> hate the sequels, just even objectively as a piece of cinema, there mm. is something wrong with your brain. Mm-hmm. See, Half of the problems with it is... have been were caused by issues with uh, just they couldn't decide which director they wanted, and all of them consistently changed the story every yeah. single Ryan second. Johnson. Yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think it's the fact of multiple directors because as we've seen, multiple re- directors can work as we've seen on the Mandalorian. Just, be- just because six it can directors. work doesn't mean it's good. Mm. Yeah, just no, I'm just saying, it worked one time doesn't mean it's good. Having more than one director, you've got all those clashing visions, the clashing egos on set. Oh that yeah, no, I'm good saying for the mental health of anybody on that set. And all I'm saying is, causes plenty of issues. The Mandalorian, it worked. There's six directors; they all worked together to build one thing. That didn't happen with the sequels. It had two directors with two different visions wanting two different things, mm. and they conflicted, and yeah. it didn't work. And that's what happens in 90% of movies with multiple directors. Um, yeah. The thing, Mandalorian's a little different because it's a show. Yeah. And with shows, yeah. there are usually a lot more writers involved because it's an episode-by-episode basis. So they mm. can split so each episode. different arcs, but it still right. develops the character. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah, yeah. right? They can set an overall tone for the story, so this is where we want to end up. All of us mm. picks an arc, and we can decide on the journey, right? Mm. Yeah. And like, as someone who is a legitimate writer, that stuff is quite easy to do with... Uh, just you know, shows or like you know, uh, let's say a novel you you release chapters for biweekly or something, right? Mm. It's really but, easy to split yeah. between writers because you have time to discuss it. With the movie, it's you got one shot at it, right? And sure, you can like um, like you've got to take into account the amount of time it takes for the actors to like you know yeah, take time out of the thing. And when you're using big budget celebrities as well, that doesn't really help because yeah. they're not willing. On for too long because that you know they got other shit to do right mm. yeah. and like you you gotta pay them fairly and stuff right so you can't constantly change the script because they're eventually gonna get annoyed and go you know what fuck it I'm not doing the movie it's not worth the hassle right mm. so the context Hassan actually writes fantasy novels if you're wondering Driscoll yeah no yeah I've been uh, well informed <laughs> yeah no uh, to further I think it could have worked if Ryan Johnson J J Abrams both just picked a destination. And how they wanted it to get there. I still wouldn't have liked it, mind, just because, like, the le- the, the Legends continuation was fine. Mm-hmm. There was nothing wrong with the Legends continuation, and they absolutely could have picked a female protagonist. Luke Skywalker's daughter is a fucking Chad in Legends. Yeah. And, like, you know, 
like they absolutely killed Luke as a character and just made him this pathetic old oh man, God. which yeah. is just incorrect. That is just sure. wrong. I'm sorry. Thing, what? The thing that showed me they killed Luke was Mark Hamill came out and said, "This isn't Luke Skywalker." Yeah, when the lead, one of the years, lead actors says Patrick that, Patrick, you're awfully quiet. <laughs> and you know he knows what the the character is because he's played him for years. You know. Yeah. How that character, he would know more than pretty much anyone. How that and as, as much as he might not like this, like that was kind of the start of his big budget career, to be honest, for Mark Hamill, right? Luke Skywalker was, was like the story of how he, have you heard about the story he how he became Luke Skywalker. Uh probably not because I don't tend to no. look at the movies much outside of just you know cinema. Right. Related. Most of the original cast, I think, have interesting stories of how they became actors. Han Solo's is well, well Matt, uh, Harrison Ford's is brilliant. I'll tell you that one in a second as well. But yeah, Luke yeah. was uh, Mark Hamill, should I say, was living with some big Hollywood star. I can't remember who exactly, but he's living with someone who was like quite well known in Hollywood. And uh, one day he just came in. Uh, his roommate came in and said, "Oh." Uh, I know you're out of work. I think you know I found you this role. So uh, he told him about it, and Luke was like, "Oh, I'm not really too sure about it." Like, Mark. So Mark Hamill. Pretty, pretty much just yeah. Mark Hamill wasn't. He's was like, "I'm not really too sure. I'm not sure it's my thing." Mm. Um, it's like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not working. I need something to do. You know, I need a job. So he went for it, and uh, that's how he got it. He literally just a recommendation from his uh, finger. Like, he wasn't. He was so. T- he was very close to not even like doing it. Mm. They were art students, basically. Yeah. Yeah, um, art students. What yeah. are you going to say, Hodgkiss? You were, like cut off. Oh, like... I, I was just going to say I had no idea Mark Hamill got the role. Oh. That was quite interesting. Um, yeah. it, 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 remi- it sort of reminds me of uh, fucking. Uh... Oh fuck! What's his name? Uh, guy, guy, he did the super Superman guy. Fuck! What's he called? Uh, yeah, Henry Cavill, yeah. right? And, like his little story of how, like, he really did. He, like, he was doing a World of Warcraft raid the day yeah. before. Oh, yeah. And he, like yeah. he turned up like what two hours of sleep and <laughs> like bare minimum effort. He gets yeah. the part. He's just kind of like, so can I keep the suit? Yeah, and, what, and then what? just walks out with it with it on. He doesn't take it off. He just walks yeah, out. And then he the- was gaming, and then uh, he, he got he missed a phone call yeah. saying he got the part. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Oh. Right, I know. I know it's very off topic, but the, uh, the Spider-Man uh, Tom ha- Holland, uh, Holland, Holland, that's it. Yeah, he had an interesting hiring story as well. Mm. Was, uh, yep. He got called up, did all the auditions and everything, and the the uh, studio Marvel announced it on Instagram before they told him he oh. was uh, <laughs> Spider-Man. That's so he saw a thing on his finger saying, "Oh, he's the next Spider-Man," and he's like, "Am I?" And then he got the phone call uh, saying, "Oh, yeah, we just want to let you know you're Spider-Man." That's how, which I think is yeah. hilarious. But, uh, mm. well, let me tell you the Harrison Ford for it. Uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Yeah. He wanted to be an actor growing up. He d- went to all these acting schools, joining HC in Hollywood. And uh, mm. went to audition for Star Wars or some other George Lucas project. I can't remember which one. American Graffiti? Because he was Man, in I it. I can't remember. He was. Oh, no, he didn't get accepted for this role. So he oh. went and did the interview. And uh, whoever the it might not have been George Lucas actually, he might have just gone for any old film. But the director was like, "Sorry, no, you're just too like you're just not for me." 
now. Yeah, which fair enough. He's just kind of too stoic, you know, Harrison Ford how he is. Yeah. Uh, But one day, they were, like, hiring for a character in Star Wars, and uh, they just needed someone to read lines so the person auditioning could, like, go back and forth from them. I think they were, like, hiring for, like, Carrie Fisher's role or... Mm. So, he's like, yeah, do you know what, I've got nothing on. And granted, at this time, he quit, he, he was like, yeah, I'm done with being an actor, no one's hiring me. So I'll just be a carpenter. So he, he was like a big carpenter and like he used to build all the houses for and uh, for all the celebrities. Mm. Yeah, so George Lucas called him in. He was like, yeah, all I want you to do is read the line. You don't have to act, don't have to do anything, just read the line. And then when, you know, just do the dialogue. So he's doing it. George Lucas goes to him. You know what? You played that perfectly. How would you like to be in the film? <laughs> And that's it. That's the best story. By the story way, he I think. hates the character of like Han Solo, unironically. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. But it's just the idea of he—he he wasn't getting an audition, uh, interviewed or anything, audition for this role. He literally mm-hmm. got told in to just read a line, and the way he read the line was so good, he got hired as Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, which is I think brilliant, and it worked because obviously Han Solo is a brilliant character. Ruined a bit in Solo, but. Mm. Oh, that was so bad. Don't remind me. Oh no. Right. Question. I'll start. I want to hear Hodgkiss' view on this first. Mm. What do you think of the Star Wars stories, as it's called? You know, the Rogue One, Han Solo, so far. Oh, like I actually really, I actually really enjoyed Rogue One because I felt like the characters were just people. They didn't have like stupid levels of plot arm, which is what I I hate about the sequels. I mm. cannot stand all this plot armor. All the characters just get away with everything because they are the main characters. That's oh, what, like... what, what what Rowan does well is anyone can anyone can die, and I, I like that. It... Can we also talk about that Vader scene? Oh, that was <laughs> oh my god! Give me goosebumps. So good. Generally, like it's with the power gap, like that just the shit like it kind of reminds me of a little bit so i was actually watching a video on this yesterday right and they were talking about how homelander does that really well oh, whenever yeah. there's anybody in a room with homelander you're just like holy shit what is he gonna do right because you genuinely have no idea whether he's gonna kill him or have the a boy is such a good show and oh it's the God. same with darth vader and rogue one yeah. anytime he turns up you're just like fuck yeah you're immediately yeah. scared the thing that helps with rogue one is Pitch black. You can just see him like illuminate from his lightsaber. He has the mask, proper yeah. intimidating mask, so you can't even see what his face is saying. Just some stoic and character coming at you with, with a dead like just that, said, yeah. plot armor takes away that aspect of like, say, well, anxiety when like yeah. the main villains there with characters you've gotten fond of, you know, over the time. Mm. Yeah, That's because once you grow on a once you grow with a character, you kind of don't want them to die, obviously. So, like, yeah, like a character, and like when you, yeah, go on, go on, go on. The thing as well with that film with Rogue One is it did it only it also showed the strength of the Empire because it showed that one stormtroopers were actually quite good. Uh, you know, against just normal rebels, against people who don't have plot armor. The mm. meme aside, how they organized they were. Say that in the comics as well. That stormtroopers are probably the best marksmen. Yeah. Flat. They are. It's even said in the very first film, Episode Four. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi says, "The Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. Too accurate. 
it could only have been done by Imperial Stormtrooper. Yeah. And, and then you kind of see that in Rogue One. Do you remember where, the like, hunger scene yeah. where they first go onto the Death Star? Uh, and then, as they're escaping, the stormtroopers are told to miss them because they put a tracking device on the Millennium Falcon to go back to the Rebel base. It was tactical. Like, now it's so one of the things in the bullshit explanation game. they come up with the plot armor after the fact is yeah. like, so the reason main characters have plot armor is because of the forces with them. So yeah, it distorts, like in Rogue One, where yeah, like yeah. all the Death Troopers miss, like Chura or whatever. Yeah, it distorts reality a little yeah, to the point where they the all miss, right? Yeah. But, like, that's the bullshit reason why, like, they're like, oh, yeah, Stormtroopers miss a lot. <laughs> to be honest, well, I, don't, I don't think George Lucas originally had the plan for them to be this Giga Elite Force to begin with. Yeah. But then later decided, screw it, they're actually going to be kind of scary, because why would a Galactic Empire hire nobodies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, First, just, the court, the court has a haunt in episode, uh, or one of the sweet sequel ones. That's not how the force works. Fuck that. Oh. Uh, the, the, the thing is, the thing is, that's not how the force works is a bullshit argument because they change how it works every single time they bring it up. Yeah. 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 They change every single time the force has been brought up in any media of that show, it changes how it works. So yeah. let's be honest, it's space magic. Force abilities. <laughs> it's space magic. Who the fuck cares how it works? It just works. If they say no. it does something, it does something. Mm. Except when it's uh, episode one, because it's the microscopic particles. Midichlorians, yeah. Oh. The, uh, the midichlorians is bullshit anyway. Yeah, they just exactly. added that. They just added that because they wanted a bullshit reason to be like Anakin Skywalker is definitely scary, guys, and he's not that whiny kid who was talking about sand an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> I think the whole thing with wanting him to show how he's more powerful than anyone, just giving him the raw ability, not anything genetical, because if it's genetical, anyone can be that strong. Yeah. No, it's I, mean, not I mean, no, midichlorians are somewhat genetics, though. That's the thing, right? Yeah. See, they are. It's something to do with your cells, which is a genetical thing. It shows that anyone can be as strong as Anakin, really. Ah, mm. uh, no, well, in not theory, really. In theory. Not really. Uh, I know Anakin was made throughout the, through the Force, which is why he's so powerful. But mm. in theory, because it's genetical, you can obviously, you know, say if you've got two people with high uh, midichlorian counts, they breed. Hey, how hey, breeding works. Hey, that's not how genetic works, buddy. I'm gonna have to stop you right there. There's only roughly, a very a, no, no, no. Depending on whether it's a recessive or uh, the other type, yeah, of what it's called. A, that right. B, um, regardless of how strong your force powers develop, right, your the gen- amount of midichlorians you started with genetically wouldn't change. So if you got those midichlorians through training, right, uh. Though you're not going to pass those down, you'd just be passing down whatever you had genetically. Uh, yeah. But, and like, but the issue is, Anakin is a chosen one, there will never be anyone who had as many as him to begin with. Mm. And like, he does fulfill the prophecy at the end of the day. He Fair. is the one that defeats the uh, defeats the Emperor, he throws him off the edge of a fucking Death Star. <laughs> Kudos. There's an argument about this as well, though. I was going to say, this is in the same universe where they can just create mil- billions of clones, which are designed to like the most so, perfect soldiers. I mean, yeah. can they just do that with a Jedi? They, they, they obviously know what midichlorians are. They could no, just... you... See, this has been... Well, to fair, it's changed, on it? Because before Disney bought it, there was a massive thing like, you can't clone a Jedi, you can't clone midichlorians. 
Hey, you know what's thing. funny? You know what's funny? Not what? with their tech, not with their level of technology, right? Um, mm. So I'm gonna bring up some old Republic lore. Um, mm. So the previous Galactic Empire were known as the uh, Rakata, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like they uh, were so advanced in the Force they could like use the Force to power machines and build machines out of the Force. Mm. Um, their machines fed off the force and could self-replicate should even one piece of them survive and it's how Revan built his fleet he finds a single seed and he builds an entire fleet Star Forges, right? the Rakata also have been shown to have devices that can not only perfectly clone force users Mm. they can also Mm. purge dark side corruption from creatures if they wish to do so Completely, yeah. and this is like mm. the power of force ghosts they're purging from your fucking mind, <laughs> right? Now, the reason the Ricardo fell is because as they went on, their genes became weaker and weaker, and they weren't able to create as many force users. They eventually had a civil war and a plague was released, and they pretty much all died out, right? Mm. They also created pretty much all of the races in the universe, they made them. Because once they realized they were running out of force powers, they're like, okay, how about we make replacements for us, right? Lol. That turned out Civil so War well. broke out, that didn't go so well, right? But uh, that's how, like, force users come into being. Now, I think a lot of the why we can't do things, the law was originally you just couldn't do it, right? Mm. But a lot yeah. more of it has been changed to, because of the way Star Wars works, ancient technology is a lot stronger than any of the modern technology they develop. Because if you look at the Old Republic and you look at the New Republic, uh, Old Republic era, you could put a fleet-destroying weapon on a capital ship and fly that thing around, right? Can't really do that in in the New Republic era because they don't... Uh, Well, unless you count sequels where they've strapped planet-destroying devices on capital ships. They stole that from the Old Republic, that's the thing. Yeah. Right? Like, and honestly... It's technology, guys, so technically it's an ancient technique, lol. Yeah, like, literally, ancient technology is infinitely superior to modern technology yeah. as far as it goes, as Star Wars goes, which is fucking hilarious, man. I mean, you've heard the shit about basilisk droids, right? They just ride mm. nuclear bombs into battle. Mandalorians are fucking terrifying. <laughs> which is canon, because it's mentioned in the Mandalorian. What? Yes! <laughs> like, uh, like the Vikings. Yeah. So they Mandalorians literally enjoy... Vikings, aren't they? They enjoy oh. battle. Yeah. They die in battle. That's the best death you can have. Dying in battle. Which is like the Spartans, like the Vikings. If you die in battle, you're seen as like one of the best. No. Um, what, That's what I love what, about the Mandalorian. What we don't really see is that a lot of the Mandalorians' lives are actually quite a bit more simpler than just glory for battle. A lot of the Mandalorian mm. tribes have uh, this idea about focused on hunts. They pick targets to hunt. Now, some of them obviously, right, go for the more, like, we chase bounties and stuff because hunting a strong human is, like, still a hunt to them. But a lot of the Mandalorian clans hunt, hunt like, creatures across the galaxy, right? Because mm. uh, being a skill hunter is much get... more honorable than being a bounty hunter. Like, they hunt crate dragons oh, yeah, for no. fun, and you've seen crate dragons. Those things are fucking terrifying. Mm. Well, yeah, and that's how they get the insignia, isn't it? As, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the they go hunt an animal. That, yeah. Whatever the yeah, whatever the first animal you kill on your own is with no help is what your insignia is. Yep, which mm. I think is incredible. And like it's the whole I coming li- coming of age thing. Your first hunt is proof that you've become a real Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Can I say one thing I love about the Mandalorians is it doesn't matter if you're not born on Mandalore, you can still become a Mandalorian. 
because they will adopt anything. Train them up to be a Mandalorian, and they're a Mandalorian. They do not care. Mm. I love that about them. That's why, honestly, if you were stuck with a faction, uh, the Mandalorians probably wouldn't actually be that bad, because even if you weren't genetically disposed to be incredibly athletic, they'd train you until you were. Yeah. And, like, they always have your back until you break the rules, in which they'll give you stuff to so you can live and send you on your way. They're not, they don't just execute you or anything. They like give you supplies and exile yeah. you. And, like, you can still make a living for yourself with all of the Mandalorian techniques you used. Um, mm. Even if you don't become a bounty hunter, you can just, like, join a security company. God knows there's <laughs> plenty of them, right? Move to Nashada, work for the huts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I become a bouncer at a casino, what the fuck's gonna happen? Nothing, and you've got Mandalorian training, so you'll probably kick most people's asses, right? <laughs> mm. Yeah. It, hey guys, sorry, I did I did join, sorry to interject. I, I kind of wanted to be part of the podcast, but me and Colin were going to ham on Dragon Ball. So, um, yeah, so so what was it? Star Wars, isn't it? Yeah. Currently, yeah. Current, I was trying to get into the part where we talk about like the whole premise behind how Star Wars started, but Anyway, continue. We've, we've yeah, let's go, lightly, let's go. We've lightly covered that, to be fair, already, but if you want to, like, go... Gentlemen. Oh, I wanted to talk about how the Galactic Empire is basically a mirror image of, um, America. <laughs> go figure. Well, no, I wouldn't say so. Well, the influence is there, like... I'd argue, uh... No. I'd argue, uh, the whole premise behind Palpatine was based on Nixon. Nixon thought he was above the law, so obviously, you know, there's that connection, I guess. Uh... In military-industrial complex. Oh, it's a it's stretch, but yeah. yeah. Some people make that um, connection. As far as the Empire goes, I think if we're comparing it to anything, the obvious comparison is World War II Germany. Lol. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of it that you can or sort of feel Empire, like... Yeah. It's like a mixture of that and imperialist China, if that makes sense. Or even the British Empire, yeah, at certain points, yeah. I, I would yeah. say the Roman. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Roman Empire... The Republic, I'd say the Republic's probably more like the Roman Empire and that, you know, with the senators and stuff. And uh, like, the full you know. aspect makes sense, where it transitions to the Empire. Yeah, you can see that as Roman, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. The rise of Augustus is pretty similar, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a pretty good impar- comparison, Hodgkiss, actually. I don't think I've yeah. actually thought of it that way ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is weird, to be honest, because you'd think it'd be one of the first things, you know, like... Yeah, a Republic know. falling to turn into an Empire. There's only one state that's happened in history that's done that, and that's the Romans, <laughs> yeah. Well, one well-known state. There's probably yeah, like there's probably some a, sh- a few. Yeah. Some shitty principality we've never heard about <laughs> has had that transition, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, See, that's the one it? thing I do like about movies. They do take a lot of inspiration from shit like the um, like real-world events as well. Lucas oh, yeah. is very yeah. good at that, yeah. just in general. George Lucas mm. is very good at like looking at an event, right, and transforming it into something where you wouldn't really think of like that parallel immediately, but mm. it's like what he sort of based stuff off like uh, i mean hell like a lot of the shit that goes on in the clone wars uh quite a few of them are based off like real life battles but then you know translated to star wars stuff it's, like it's how umbara crazy. is basically just vietnam oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Arc in love... the clone wars oh my god i love the umbara Unlike, uh, the fucking yeah. uh so in in the movies when they're on uh fuck planet with the ewoks or whatever like holy shit right <laughs> which is i, I was it's trying to make the argument about america where you could argue yeah episode six is about vietnam <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah sorry about that 
Uh, but yeah, can I just say my favorite thing about Endor as well is uh, mm. the, the moon of Endor, which the Ewoks live in, is called Endor. Yeah. The moon of Endor is called Endor in the Endor yeah. system as well. It's just the best. I think that's so funny. Well, like it, the honestly, end, yeah. it's not even that ridiculous as far as names go because mm. honestly, right? Sure, you've got the correct like star name and whatever you got like the numbers they give them, right? Yeah, but like. So my example for like shit like that is so uh, the uh, the Sahara Desert is a desert, right? You know you know what Sahara roughly translate to desert. Desert. <laughs> it's the desert. I love that as well. <laughs> the reason it's called that, right? It's because uh, when uh, you know, like people from other places that spoke different languages asked the locals, "So what's this place called?" Sahara. Sahara. And like, oh, so it's the Sahara Desert. Then it's like. No. Why, why did you repeat it, yourself? It <laughs> My friend, it is desert. Why you say name twice, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hello, my oh. name is Dave. Dave. That's how stupid you sound, white man. <laughs> like a lot, a lot of places are called shit like that, right? It's just like yeah. there's like a yeah. river that's called River River, right? But like because it's like river in their native tongue, right? It's the yeah. word for river and tongue followed by river. It's, it's stupid. Really, Which is why really I think. Fun. Endor being called Endor in the Endor system is fucking, like, it's funny, but it's yeah. not far-fetched either. I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't believe that. Considering how Because, like, to the people who live there... Yeah. To the people who live there, they just live there, you know? It's like, mm. oh, what's the place, Endor? Uh, what's, yeah. uh, what's the star system you're called? Endor. Endor. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> but, oh, Endor, the forest moon of Endor in the system of Endor. Brilliant. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised it didn't go the full way, so what planet, <laughs> what planet does it orbit? Endor. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it's God, forest, somebody it's Endor, the forest moon of Endor. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. I thought you were referring to the... Endor the system, right? My bad, my bad. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. It's Endor the moon that orbits Endor in the system of Endor. It's brilliant. Yeah. Everything's just called Endor. I love so it. So technically it is uh, Endor of Endor of Endor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is Star Wars we're on about. There's some even more ridiculous stuff out there. I mean, <laughs> do not get me started on any of the things in Legends, please. We oh, will like be the Sun Crusher. Yeah, 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 yeah that, that dumbass super weapon. Right. Yeah. Sun Crusher's <laughs> pussy shit, dude. Let's talk about Aberroth, my guy. Right, we don't before, before we get into Legends, Legends we'll get into Legends. Can I ask, what do you think on Disney's stance of making old, uh, all Star Wars canons into Legends? Mm. What, what's your thoughts on it? Yes, yes, I love that. You know why? Warhammer does shit like that as well, and Warhammer is fucking sick. Every right, like, is everything so is down law. to interpretation, right? I love, mm. st- I love stories like that because history isn't reliable like that, even IRL, yeah. right? History is written by the victor, sure, mm. but like even those stories get passed down and then get be distorted, yeah. right? I'm fully down for this to be a multiverse where multiple different writers write different things, kind of like how, you know, comic books work with, like, Marvel and DC, right? Mm-hmm. It has an infinite mm-hmm. amount of infinite universes where different versions of different characters exist that do different things. Yeah. That's cool as fuck. And, like, the reason Disney canon, quote-unquote, annoys me so much is because they're so fucking deterministic about it. This mm-hmm. happened, this did not. Yeah. yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> Luckily, though, we have Dane Filoni to uh, bring some of the old legend stuff back into the canon. Mm. I mean, yeah. honestly, honestly, I will never like not consider legends as things that happen there. 
Mm. I mean, there's like, yeah. the stuff they brought in from Legends, like genuinely. It in my brain, like, like oh, it's an alternate universe or whatever. Yeah. But like, it's some it. of the shit that happened is way cool to, way too cool to ignore. Yeah. What's it? It's also denying some of Star Wars history. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Legends. It doesn't matter. I think what's... it comes with Disney, Disney's push, like that whole denying history thing. It comes with Disney's mm. push to make it more marketable. Mm, yeah. And they're finally, they're finally pulling away from it a little bit now because they've realised they overcorrected a little bit, yeah. right? Well, see, this is what I like because uh, John Favreau, Dave Filoni, all all of like the big directors doing all the TV shows mm. are big fans of Star Wars and the Legends. Of what Disney yeah, like Legends how Throne was brought back in Rebels. Oh, like, let's Throne be real, but making making the Throne trilogy like um, Legends was let's be real, kind of like a disappointment, but like. Yeah, the, to bring back Thrawn, I guess, in some way, shape, or form was... Anything Chiss-related Chiss is just brilliant yes. to me, though. Yes, Like, so, they're, the, they're this, like, fucking load planet or whatever of, like, yep. people that Chisilla. used to be here involved, yeah. right? To to their environment. Mm. They are this one planet, and they have an equals alliance with the Empire because they know they have something the Empire sorely needs. Mm. Uh, they could just, like... Because they are so adept to espionage and that kind of thing, right? Yeah, which is Empire canon can't still. Do shit about yeah. it. They they can't do shit about it. Mm. So like, it's not in- entirely impossible to negotiate with the Empire, right? Mm. Mm. It's hard. It's very hard. You can do it though. Yeah, Thrawn. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, like I've been reading through the Canon Thrawn trilogy. And, like, My God, that is amazing. It's so good. But to fair, I think with Thrawn is he proved that he's an asset to yeah. the Empire. Yeah, because obviously the, he's, he's he's just smart in it. He like he's he thinks strategist. on another yeah. level. And like the Chess ascendancy on its own has been allies with the Empire, mm. literally forever. They were allies with the old Empire. Um, they're allies with the new Empire in Legends. Yeah. Um, they're mm. allies with the uh, you know, the Empire from the original trilogy. Like mm. literally for I don't know, sixty, seventy thousand years. Oh, yeah, because in Legends they the were they allied with the Sith, weren't they? Despite the yeah. numerous times the Empire has fallen. Whereas yeah. the, and the ascendancy is still just fine. It's existed mm. for millennia. If anything, they're actually quite affluent. Nothing compared to the huts. Yeah. Nothing compared to the huts, of course. Yeah. But they are plenty wealthy, and they have a pretty good way of life, all things considered, right? Mm. They also do like that whole Korean mandatory military service. So every single chess of adult age is a scary motherfucker. Uh, Any force oh. user of a da- like of adult age, anyway, is going to be like. Oh, no, 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 that's the best thing about chess. It's very unlikely a chess is a force user. Almost yeah. none of them develop force abilities, and they can kill Jedi. They've been known to do it. That's yeah, but like, it's like um, weirdly, I don't know if you guys know about, yeah. it, but you know the like frowned upon move, right? Uh, disabling your uh, lightsaber and then a chess force user would not give a shit and yeah, absolutely exactly. like like why the fuck why the fuck this is the thing that annoys me like i get it it's kind of cheesy but in, like when you're fighting an enemy it's not like not not to bring like uh like the, real world the things reason... into it but but it's a sort of like nazi versus allies like the axis versus allies that's how i see star wars sometimes yeah right and it's like Let's be real here. It's not as if the Nazis, would, if they had a lightsaber, would go, Nine, I'm sorry, it's just, it's just so weak to do this. Like, it's that's frustrating it, that's that it, the Sith would ever, though. like, not do that, though. Because, like, sure, I get it, some of them... Oh, damn. I cut out, didn't I? Yeah, that's great. Like, a lot of the Sith... 
a lot of the Sith, like hell, Ventress would probably do it if it wasn't for that stupid bullshit rule that they randomly made up. Why would a yeah. Sith not turn their lightsaber off and just stab you in the back? But yeah, the it's not like, is, uh, like the Sith are, you know, following the rules anyway. They're not consistent. The whole thing. They're not fucking consistent. The Sith have a creed. None of them follow it because the entire point of the creed is pick your freedom. Mm. Yep. But it's like it's like let's be real here. Like when when you think about it as well, like like uh, the whole like polarities between the two like uh, factions as it is. Like obviously, I can see why the Jedi wouldn't do it because it is like Jedi mm. wouldn't do it because it's literally probably a war crime somewhere. Long. Yeah, yeah, right. But like, <laughs> hey, don't want to start talking about war crimes in Star Wars. Mandalorian <laughs> will be like, Mandalorians <laughs> <laughs> be like, these guys are using fucking light lightsabers. Okay, let me just burn them to a crisp with a fucking flame. No, no, I don't even mean that. The Jedi literally committed genocide on the Mandalorians, and they dictate war crimes right, to the no. rest of the Republic. Like, shut the fuck up, you degenerate! <laughs> in like the first like five episodes of the Clone Wars. Several war crimes alone. <laughs> yeah. You can't Every use the rifles, guys. Crime. That's illegal. Republic uh, special forces be like. Mm. <sighs> I love that though. Just uh, the amount of war crimes they yeah. do commit. Oh, oh it's so like funny. I like the fact that the Jedi are inconsistent, but like. The way the Sith are inconsistent is weird. Why would a Sith ever be honourable? They literally trained from day one. You will eventually have to kill your master, or your master will kill you. After mm-hmm. the whole Darth Bane ruler two bullshit, right? Yeah, they are literally. They have that beaten into them, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Why are they not just being like fucking, just like for pocket sanding people and shit mid duel, bro? <laughs> 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 There's a few people that I see why, like Count Dooku, I see why he isn't, you know, a dirty fighter. Like, he's, yeah. He's, he's, he's a Jedi. And, all that. Yeah. and he only left the Jedi because he didn't agree with them anymore. He I wasn't, don't like, even think like, Dooku power, is power. entirely a Sith. Dooku feels a lot more like a grey Jedi. Honestly. Mm, yeah. He didn't create The thing power. is, it's like, Dooku did everything agree. for his own personal gain, which isn't very much like Sith in, in the grand scheme of things. Mm. He didn't yeah. want power. He wanted to, you know... He did want power in a certain sense. Like, obviously, he wanted to have his faction of uh, to rule the galaxy instead yeah, of the Republic. But he didn't want personal power. Like, he was fine having that government run the the, uh, the galaxy instead of just him. That's not a very Sith thing. Sith want themselves to have Absolute the most control. power. Yeah, like Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A galactic empire. Like... Yeah, as him as emperor. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, is this yeah, where I, I do a funny? Yeah. Hashtag not all Sif. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like Rule of Two era Sif, right? Because the Rule mm. of Two, so there's only two Sif, which every Sif breaks anyway, it, right? But the yeah, fact everyone, that yeah, you're only yeah. allowed one official apprentice and like that you're not, not everyone allowed, gets this wrong, right? It makes yeah, it so good. incredibly boring. It makes it so incredibly boring. Oh, like the in, yeah, you enjoy the infighting of the Sif from like the, the older Sif public council era. Council is fucking. Based <laughs> the infighting. Oh my god! They, in the, old they, Republic. Yeah. the fact that makes the Sith Council so fucking scary is that even with all this infighting, they can literally walk onto a battlefield and fucking dominate it, dude. Mm. They fought the Republic to a standstill, while none of, pretty much none of them, bar three of them, were ever on the same page and <laughs> not trying to kill each other. Mm. I'm to say with this whole rule two thing, though, a lot of people get this wrong. Mm. It's not that there can only be one master and one apprentice in the whole galaxy. It's just in that little group. 
You yeah. can have many Siths as you want in the galaxy, but there's only allowed to be two of them working together at one time. So, so, um, the reason Darth Bane introduced the rule of two mm. wasn't because he was incredibly powerful and he wanted to make the Sith more powerful. He wanted to do the very opposite because he was shit scared <laughs> of, uh, mm. so, uh, the way they... He was scared Sith of the infighting of the Sith causing instability. Oh, shit. Uh, no, is, no, is it wasn't right? even that. That was his argument as to why he did it. The reason oh. he didn't want it to happen is because he was terrified some random no-name Sith would become incredibly powerful through, mm. like, unknown origins of the Sith Academy and yeah. build their own faction and take him down. That's the only reason he stopped it, to limit the number of people that would be able to challenge him. Didn't mm. work, mind. <laughs> His apprentice fucking killed him. <laughs> uh, she. She. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Darth I'm, I'm just using apprentices. Though. It's fine. You know. Don't worry about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he fucking died to his own apprentice anyway after doing I mean, all of these yeah. limited, the paranoid fucking fu- uh, paranoid cunt. And like uh, yeah. again, the Sith really don't care about rules to begin with. Yep, like the like, whole Sith code is based yeah. on exercising freedom. Like, was it? Even yeah. if there's this rule that there can only be two of them in the group, you think Palpatine gives a shit? No? What Maul, Dooku, Anakin? He's literally grooming Anakin. Think, no, uh, right? Yeah. Do you think any of the Dooku Sith Lords at the same pay, time gave a shit? Yeah, but Maul's no. still existing, and then he said, "You are no longer my apprentice." Literally keeps him in a fucking like prison uh, and tortures him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's not talk about how Sith Inquisitors are just Sith apprentices. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I love. Shut up. They've got Sith assassins and all this, Sith, Sith acolytes and whatever. Oh, don't get That's me started on the Imperial Inquisitors, which, by the way, I technically do break the rule or two, I'd argue, because, like, if, if the Grand Inquisitor was actually powerful enough, he'd be able to kill Vader and take his place. Like, genuinely. No, 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 no. This was the whole thing. That there are apprentices in anything but name. You're just yeah, not calling yeah. them apprentices. They're just called no, Inquisitors right. for the sake of it, yeah. <laughs> There's a comic on this. And uh, before Vader found out that the whole Inquisitor thing was a thing, mm. uh, the Grand Inquisitor came and attacked Vader because obviously the Grand Inquisitor didn't know who Vader was. Vader didn't know who the Grand Inquisitor was. Oh, is this when she was uh, that old Jedi is breaking back into the Jedi Temple to get yes. some stuff? Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, cost a new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so basically, Vader and the Grand Inquisitor start fighting, and obviously Vader wins because you know he's dead powerful. Oh, yeah. But, uh, not even a fraction of what he could be as well, which is fucking hilarious, just because of how gimped Anakin actually <laughs> yeah. is. He is completely uh, fucking gimped. He can't use false powers in anything but his one hand. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. Also, you could just Palpatine. put water on him and he'd die. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, 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 no. To be fair, he does do a lot of yeah. shit on Manan, so he probably has some water resistance or like waterproofing built in. Bro, he's not a fucking raid boss. He <laughs> 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 might as well be. Water resistance. No, I'm, oh, no, I get what you're saying, bro. He might as well be a raid boss. Do you know what? Do you know what? what? It's saying, like, it's like uh, the whole fucking. He can't use uh, well, force of um, technique yeah. because it would actually EMP first. himself. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Like, like, like you yeah. can't do it. Yeah, so it was a whole ploy from Palpatine because if the Grand Inquisitor won, then he's sacking off Vader. Well, and Grand Quizzer was apprentice. very scared of Vader. Mm. was one of the few people that consistently made Palpatine scared, and it's why he did so much to limit him when he could. Mm. Well, see, this was the thing as well. Do you know in Rebels when the Grand Quizzer dies and said, "There's fit more, uh, fate works more than dying." Yeah. yeah. 
There's a comic for this as well. Yeah, uh, he becomes a literal soul that defends like a Jedi temple or something from Luke. Yeah, like, yeah. and yeah. he begs, begs Vader to let him go. And he goes, and no. Vader says no. <laughs> yeah. In that, this is the fate worse than death. Yeah. He's yeah, it's that whole if you don't become one with the Force, you become a Force ghost. And like, the thing is, mm. Old Republic had a lot more of these cases. I mean, hell, there's Sith who managed to control Force ghosts and consume them to become more powerful, right? Mm. But like, Force ghosts in general were absolutely deranged maniacs that craved nothing more, nothing more than power, mm. because they just gone insane through the years of isolation. Because yeah. unlike when you're at peace, while you become one with the Force, you're constantly restless and angry as a spirit. Mm. And, like, you either break under that pressure and become like him, you just want it to end, mm. or you become absolutely insane and try to find a new host to steal their body well, from if you're a skilled it's enough. Like, uh, it's like that mask in uh, Vader's castle. Yeah. Because that ghost, you know, was, like, helping Vader try and get Padme back. And instead, on the body for himself so he could, you know, be alive again basically so and like um when we get to like older and older Sith artifacts stuff from Naga Sadao, Luna mm. Crash, uh Lord Kalig, you know, ancient Sith masters, all of their items are cursed or have their own sort of power in some way. One of Revan's lightsabers lightsabers just through the amount of force energy constantly pouring out of him was some bullshit, right? I think mm. I get exactly. One of his lightsabers gains fucking sentience <laughs> and a Jedi who later finds it is so pathetically weak, the lightsaber basically mind breaks him and tells him to kill himself. That's some Zoro shit right there. <laughs> he is oh, like God. you can uh, like Revan isn't the most powerful Sith by any means. The sword is <laughs> incredibly strong. He's one of the like I'd say like top ten, easy, right? Mm. But like someone like Naga Sadao would shit on him yeah. completely. Yeah. All right. Can I ask as well? What do we think of the other Star Wars media, such as like the games and all comics? Uh, and all this? Knights of the Roll Republic is great. The MMO's pretty good. Mm, yeah, Which I still need to go back to playing. Uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Yeah, that's the one. Because yeah. it Cause, goes yeah. a lot more into Darth Vicious, probably one of the most terrifying Sith Empress to ever exist. Mm. Mm. Force Unleashed, fucking dude. Uh, <laughs> Real Galen, game. Holy shit, yeah. dude. Alas, is not canon though. It's like, not canon, but holy yeah. shit. If it was, dude, I would love. I would love the universe. Star so Killer much. is. Fucking horrifying. He is yeah. next level. Oh, imagine him running back as a no, no, no. That's That'd the thing. Crazy. Like the second game, he does the opposite. He throws the moon at the star destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't blame him with how difficult it was to get that star destroyer down in that game. I don't blame him that he just shot the moon at one. Classic yeah, Battlefront, like... by the way. Classic Battlefront. That was something. Oh, oh my god. Right. What do you think of the revised Battlefront? The, <sighs> I think it's 2015 the first one came out, and then obviously Battlefront 2. Oh, what, the what EA one? The, yeah. the graphics the EA one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved Battlefront, like the OG, like mm. whatever the fuck it was. But that, like the new one? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. It wasn't bad, but it just felt like it was pandering the to more first Call of Duty. The first Battlefront uh, remake, uh, so the new, like the Battlefront one, the new one, right? That yeah, was yeah, actually pretty good. That was actually pretty good. Battlefront I'm two was just, just a one, money I? grab. But they released yeah. like two years. So, after. Right. Say you say it's all a money grab and all this, but one, I think Battlefront two story was very good because it showed you the shift between Marketing the Empire. Was... 
all the way up to the rebel awful let's be real that that the marketing for battlefront 2's campaign uh, let's be real oh, yeah. that was shocking. the most shocking thing i've ever seen like you're you're marketing yeah. an imperial and then guess what pink. the imperial turns to the fucking rebels anyway like that's just pink Darth Vader, let's go yeah. pink Darth Vader microtransaction let's go <laughs> <laughs> fucking rainbow the, the story is good yeah the story is brilliant but this one line as well it made it a good game yeah genuinely there's one all the free content they brought was high quality every time i don't think there was an update wide so i was like nah i'm not feeling this just every update, I enjoyed it just it. didn't capture my interest right and i usually mm. like that kind of game that whole squad based mm. combat multiplayer stuff yeah, i think that's yeah, quite it's like battlefield isn't it i'm like i don't know something about the first one just captured me that bit more or maybe it was the 70 kill boba fett kill streak he got every time you picked up his fucking hero card <laughs> it, was, it was so unbalanced if I, you I ever really... if you didn't hit a 50 bomb minimum on boba fett you did something wrong see i think the thing that irked me with the first one was to get the all to play the heroes it was not skill based it was all just oh he was fast to the get card. the token yeah it's however fastest to get it gets it and if you got boba fett or Palpatine, you won. Mm-hmm. I like I like the skill base. Like, oh, you have to actually play good. Be a to good get character. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you need a reward you know, for like a reward for a grind sort of thing. Like in MMOs, you don't you don't fucking do a quest and then just get given XP and enjoy that, do you? Like, I think it'd be thing. fine. I think you'd be fine to still have it available if you just found it. But then also, if you are skilled, you get it quicker. Yeah, right? with the point yeah. system in two, yeah. Yeah, like it, it was like a one one time it appeared on like a ma- on a game. Halfway through, it appeared, and that's the only way a lower layer, like a lower lower ability player, could get it in like a big map. I say instead of mm-hmm. once, maybe like have so kind of like you know how put them in hard to get to or like easily contested positions. I think yeah. Halo does it really well with like the things like energy like, sword. Like, everybody's yeah, everybody's going to yeah. be rushing for the really energy well. blade, and like like we all know we all know where the energy blade spawns on in Halo Three on that fucking crossfire <laughs> map. Like we all know where the sniper spawns as well yeah, in, in the cave, <laughs> just next to the fucking active yeah. ammo pickup as well. Like dude, that oh. shit's memory, like to me. Yeah. But, like, yeah. but like if they did it like that, I'd appreciate it. But my issue with those two games is it was like it. I would have loved it if it had its like it did have its quirks. It's own unique quirks don't get me wrong but mm. it was sort of pandering towards more the third person shooter side of things you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and like and like mm. i felt like the dog fights like where you could get into the tie fighters and shit like that the, you know original was, battlefront like, I love those. oh my god you've just activated a memory the the ability to go from your ship your capital ship get into whatever you know space uh, whatever fighter go into another capital ship was unreal yeah Oh my! They need right, you can do so many funny I think, strats. That, I think dude. I think the problem is, is I had high hopes for it. It's like the uh, what was the most recent Battlefield that was released? Like everybody was hyping it up, and then they played yeah. it, and it was like fucking like twenty four. Basically, robots. Twenty forty two. You could tell. You could tell. You could tell. Twenty forty two was going to be bad. Yeah, uh, hey, no, because the, all of the devs were switched out last minute on it, pretty much. Mm. B, it was probably one of the worst ad campaigns for a game they were advertising as a historically accurate World War Two game, <laughs> and your main character is a female cyborg. Oh, you mean Battlefield <laughs> Two? Uh, Battle- Battlefield Twenty Forty Two. That's yeah, the one five. we're talking about. Twenty Forty Two. 
I thought we were on about. Uh, it's 2042, it's called, I think. Yeah. 2042 is the, the stupid one with the, yeah, the cyborgs the and all that. One. That's literally yeah. what I said. Oh. <laughs> I, like, for a minute, I thought, yeah, the World War Two shooter. All right, my bad. Uh, you were talking about other media, uh, books. I actually do enjoy the canon novels, weirdly. Before before you yeah. talk about books, sorry, one second. Yeah. Uh, you also mentioned going into TIE Fighters and all that. I want to ask, have any of you played Squadrons? Mm, a little, have it, a little have bit. It. A little bit. I, I can't lie. It, I love that game. I, I bought it because it was I, it was on sale, so I was like, do you know what? I'll try it, see what it's like. Flight it, I loved it. Because the strategy in it, because you need to know whether to power your, your, your what they call it, engines, or your deflectors, or your yeah. weapons. The strategy in that is brilliant. All the class, all the different ship types feel different. Mm. Brilliant. No third person, because so you can't cheat and see what's behind you. You can yeah. literally just see what the cockpit has and you it's to see. Based, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, you actually need to be good at the game. Mm. Plus, oh my god, the story for it is brilliant. You can play both sides, uh, Empire and Rebel. Brilliant, brilliant game. I recommend it highly. Mm. Yeah. On anyway, onto books. Uh, yeah. I did mention the, the Canon Theron trilogy. It's actually pretty decent. There's like a lot of stuff that weirdly uh, you were talking about how the, the Chiss weren't force sensitive. They kind of uh, put it in the second book weirdly, but it's like a surprise mechanic. Lol. Like they, uh, they can be force sensitive. It's just yeah, because of the way it's a rarity it. in the Chiss. Yeah, incredibly rare. Like yeah. literally, there's a few species like that, isn't it? Isn't there? Um, there are some species that physically can't that physically yeah. can't be force sensitive. Yeah, uh, Mandalorians yeah. are just humans yeah. that just like for the most part, so it's just random. Like law wise for the chiss specifically, what... like law wise sure. within that book, the only reason they, that force sensitive chiss is because um, they can't use navi computers through the unknown regions because of how unchartable it is and how dangerous it is. So they use yeah. force sensitives to guide like the ships through. And yep. uh, which makes sense for their culture actually, and also helps hide the Chiss ascendancy as well. Like law wise, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, other books I'd recommend. There's I've heard, the I've, I'm New Dawn. Sure, like, well, I'm, don't quote me on this. I'm not 100 sure, but I think like the Wookies. I don't think they're very force sensitive. There's uh, one in there are, there are are there's one. Yeah. It's just because yeah. of how they're um, so how isolationist they are. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. rare they leave their planet, and the ones that leave their planets often left because they got captured by slave traders. Yeah, like the I wouldn't necessarily yeah. call them lacking in force sensitivity, though. I feel like they are aware. No. Cause, I mean, for fuck's sake, they live yeah. on the fucking like one of the most like. I think well, they are like average force sensitivity. So, yeah. like you know. Yeah. Same rate as humans, but because of the way their isolationist culture is, they I don't mean, interact they... with people very much, so... They're in the exact same system as the Trandoshans, you know, the lizard, like, predator people, you know? Like, there's yeah, an entire like, plot point in uh, the Clone Wars about that, that hunter planet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they just hunt uh, walkies, don't they? Yeah, yeah. To be fair, that was one of my favourite scenes in the Book of Boba Fett, yeah. where the walkie... What, what's he called? The, the black... Uh, third walkie. yeah. Santa, that's it. The scene where he's in that uh, gambling place, the, like the bar, yeah, and he sees some Trandoshans out in front and just goes to town of them yeah. because he has that hatred because of what they've done. He's Which, if you understand that. the law behind that, it makes sense because mm. like the Wookiees and the Trandoshans despise each other. Yeah, 
that's what I love because it was an unspoken thing, and if you knew, you knew. If you didn't, then it's isn't, like, well, uh, isn't he also a mad claw as well? Given like he does use his clothes, yeah, yeah, yes. from what there I he is. and like that's considered incredibly dishonorable in like uh, Wookiee society, yeah. and you'd just yeah. be banished for it if they ever saw you do it. Yeah, yeah no, he is, yeah. But yeah, yeah. but the what other uh, books of uh, are quite good for the Star Wars? Uh, uh, recent the recent Vader comics are really yes. really good. Comics are really good. Oh my god, genuinely. Right, speaking of Vader Incredible. comics, do you do you two? Well, not two. Do you lot remember the one about that woman who was obsessed with Darth Vader? Yep, and she got stabbed through the chest at the end of it. Yeah, love. That I book. love that because love when that, that came out, a lot of people got very offended that Darth Vader killed her. Yeah, uh, Darth Vader. What are we on about? <laughs> Yeah, but uh, man's you, wife heard... is dead, bro. Yeah, exactly. Have heard... What? Have you heard about the story? Like, what actually happened with it all then? No. Okay, so basically it came out, yeah. and a certain group of people, I'm not going to name you know anything, mm. I'm not going to get political. Uh, liberals, <laughs> yeah. Liberals, yeah. Uh, complained about how Darth Vader, a man in power, <laughs> killed a woman who oh, was not in liberal power. liberal feminists. Right, my bad, yeah. So... <laughs> No, 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 don't insult so, Radical feminist, sorry, my bad. Don't I meant radical feminist. Yeah. like that, oh. my guy. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah so this group of people was like, well, he shouldn't have killed this woman. You know, she did nothing wrong. Once she stalked him, who she, you know, like, tried forcing herself on him. Uh, uh, zero, <laughs> you know. he is evil. He is not <laughs> a good person. And his wife's dead. <laughs> He's he not a good children. person. He has trauma over his wife, and he's literally a galactic genocide mass murderer. Why does he care? That was for an empire, by the way, that genocided the Genosians. Like, why do you th- don't think we don't see any Genosians anymore in the uh, original trilogy? Mm. Wait, which no. ones are the Genosians? Is that like the weird people. bug people? Yeah, like, they literally people don't exist the because the empire genocided them. They quote unquote sterilized them. <laughs> no, oh. yeah. Fair though. I see why the uh, Empire did that, because obviously the Gene Ocean just planned all the Death Stars and that. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, right. So you're, a- you're advocating for genocide now, Driscoll. Okay, right, right. Yeah. Is that, that what you're saying? saying? Is that what you're saying? Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. For real? Wow. 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 They're so true on our hands. Okay. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> okay, Austrian painter. Uh, for legal <laughs> reasons, I don't believe that. Yeah, that was a, a joke. Okay, right. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, but the Vader comics are very good. Yeah. I think I saw one where, uh, uh, I think it was after the sequels came out, and it was uh, explaining about Darth Vader and Palpatine going to Exegol, mm. and, you know, building this whole, like, oh, yeah, yeah. empire. That was amazing. And uh, that comic. Vader's first time getting through, it was guided by this absolute gigantuous monster. It's like a squid-type uh, space so squid thing, yeah. It was like, there is a defense mechanism, basically. Mm. And, uh, obviously, Vader... Uh, eats it and rides it in to Exegol. <laughs> Firstly, badass. Yeah. Riding this giant monster, like if you saw the scale, it was a speck compared to this like monster. Mm-hmm. Palpatine absolutely obliterated the monster. Like the power them two have is unfathom. Like it's just unreal. Mm. And Vader's gimped. Yeah. Vader's fucking gimped. He's not even full power. Yeah. Like no. if, Vader, if Vader could actually use force abilities, uh. Yeah, Palpatine would just die in like three seconds. Which is well, probably see, why Palpatine picked him in the first place. Yeah. Well, this no, it's why thing. he didn't. No, no, no. 
Alpatine has the technology to fully heal Luke. Absolutely. Uh, Luke, uh, Anakin. Anakin. Yeah. yeah, sorry. He, just he absolutely <laughs> has the power to do it. He just doesn't because, you know. I want to keep Listen, him this as is a the thing. Puppet. He would die. Yeah. Suit has so many weaknesses. Mm. Yeah. yeah, this is the thing. His suit is built in with flaws that Alpatine can exploit in case he ever does try and rise up because yep. he knows how powerful he is. Mm. Which is why, plot-wise, they wanted... Luke, as like, my Palpatine also wanted Luke to probably take over from Anakin. Yeah, which makes a bit sense. Weaker, yeah, but and it's why, uh, like, it's why I think Force Unleashed was so cool because the <laughs> yeah. Star Vader trying to re- he's fully realized by now, and he probably realized pretty quickly mm. just in general that he was getting fucked, and like yeah. he was trying to use Star Killer to get him out of it. And either ending, Vader wins. Mm. Yeah, he gets what he wants. Because, like, prefer... what? Dark Side, Light Side ending for Force Unleashed and Force, Un- Force Unleashed 2. Oh, I love the, the, I love really the endings. Both really good. Yeah. I just love the whole expansion of the universe that Force Unleashed gave us. They just killed it. They've killed it off. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, to be fair, I'm very glad they did because Starkiller's power level is very Way unhealthy. too yeah. overpowered, though. Which is very one of the few unhealthy. things like I, I didn't like with some of the Legends content was, like, how overpowered I certain do... people are or, like, weapons-wise. The thing is, with Legends specifically, the mm. reason uh, it's uh, I'd say it's okay as far as Legends goes, and having Starkiller being in Legends is fine, right? Mm, yeah. It's because everybody else also gets that ridiculous power boost as well. Yeah. Luke literally mm. fights the god of the entire force to a standstill. He can't kill her, <laughs> Yeah. but he doesn't lose. Abeloth, yeah. Saying this, though, we talk about how like we're glad this is all not Legend anymore. One thing I do like is about uh, some of the more media that's come out. Uh, the Force... Uh, no, what are they called? Uh, Fallen Order, that's the one, sorry. Fallen Order, yeah. Will bu- yeah, yeah, Fallen Order. The world building in that is so yep. good. I mean, it's to the point even George Lucas likes, and he's notorious for absolutely hating a lot of the... Uh... Yeah, oh, I've been playing. I've been replaying it like currently. It's so and good. like, if George Lucas likes it, like, not saying his taste is good or like mm. you know definitive. Yeah. But like, if that fucking old fucking uh, like salty bastard liked it, it's probably decent. <laughs> yeah. Mm. If even he can't say anything bad about it. <laughs> oh my god! I the purge troopers. Oh my! The uh, and the the way they did oh. the Inquisitors as well. It just builds on top of. What yeah, and like yeah. I mean, Rebels. I mean, hell, the protagonist, whatever the fuck he's Cal called. Calcastus. Yeah. Oh yeah, Cal's pretty. Cal's a good protagonist. Dude. Yeah. I even. Hate See, it. This is what I love about it. They got a brilliant actor. He, I can't mm. remember what his name is, but he's the guy who plays Joker in Gotham. Uh. Mm. Brilliant actors. Oh, just give you a tidbit here. It's not actually him. Is it not? Just his no, character. it just looks like him. Like, oh. he was actually asked, because um, I, I thought it looked like him as well. I was like, hold up, is this the guy from, like, uh, like Joker, age. the one who's, like, you're getting paid? Uh, from the other film as well. I can't remember what it is. But, um, mm. yeah, he was asked, oh, um, you know, are you going to star if they do it in a live action sort of thing, like, about it? And he was mm. like, what? And then he looked at the game and he's like, shit, yeah, it does look like me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like... Him. So yeah, like I thought it was Can't... a bit weird as well. Are you sure? Because the guy who play who is Calcastus uh, says he's been on Go- uh, Gotham, which I'm pretty sure he's the Joker. Uh, anyway, I mean, I might yeah. be wrong. Um, like if I am, like I'll eat my words. But like I, I believe I read somewhere on an article that it wasn't actually him, but he he was like, like not pissed off with them using his likeness or something like that. Mm. 
No, because I, th- I think when it started, it wasn't him. He got brought mm-hmm. on because because uh, he's. I think he's a, star- a fan of Star Wars, and uh, and it, I think it's a good opportunity for him, you know, getting into this media. Yeah, yeah. But, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Star Wars, you set for life, like. And like you have, to, you have to be a joyless bastard to dislike video games, genuinely. Mm. Oh yeah. You have to be some like soulless motherfucker with no happiness in your life. I <laughs> <laughs> think <laughs> about Jareth Arnold as well is that they did hire real like real actors like uh, Cameron. Uh, so if they a lot of bring games into, have been uh, doing stuff like that recently. They're like like picking real life actors and just like modeling their character out of it, and even getting them to do voice acting, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. GTA Five is a very good example of. Oh it. my god, dude. a lot of the characters are just real people. They yeah. have the acting. Mm. Hey, they got Doctor Drain there now as well, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he actually did. Uh, in GTA yeah. Online, they um like there's a joke as well because uh like his third album was supposed to be coming out and like obviously in in the mission uh, for Doctor Dre you have to find people who stole his album. Yeah. <laughs> there's, like, there's like a sort of theory that when he was going to be releasing his third album that that's actually what happened because it was highly anticipated as well. I just got yeah. stolen. Like he was part of the big three. It's like Tupac had his album, Biggie released his album, and then and then like Dre was like, yeah man, I'm gonna release my. Man, some motherfucker stole all the records, yeah. So there's some, like, rich dude who just has all of these original Dr. Drake records. <laughs> oh. Dr. Dre records, yeah. Just, like, sat there, like, high. That's like, he's the only person too, I think, actually. Yeah. I just, it kind of reminds yeah. me of that SCP, the Forensic Ghost of Tupac Shakur, where he just tells them about crimes <laughs> going on. through that one so much. It's so cool, because, like, the way it works... Right, is essentially it's a record that uh, randomly uh, gains new music on it every now and again. It's songs written by Tupac with modern day artists that you know he'd realistically not even be in the same era to me. And uh, all of them are brand new songs, and it describes a uh, murder that's happened, and he like it's a murder he wants them to go and solve, basically. <laughs> I like honestly, uh, I forget I forget who did it. I think it was Volgan who did the video on it, but like, yeah. he, got, he got a real rapper to do some of the songs for it, dude. It was cool as fuck. I like, it fucking sounded like him. That's the scary thing. Yeah, I remember mm. watching that after you recommended it. Yeah. Asics, obviously, I love I loved my 90s rap, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. because I'm a fucking boomer. Um, <laughs> boomer? <laughs> uh, but like, honestly, like, like, I remember watching it, laughing, and then being like, wait, hold on. Hold on, Tupac not dead? <laughs> <laughs> oh. like, like the fucking X-Files. <laughs> Conspiracy theory, Anakin Skywalker is actually Darth Vader. Whoa. Oh, no, 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 There's no, no way. No way. You need to lay off the tinfoil hat. Well, that, that, that bold, uh, burnt, wrinkly leather ball sack? No, actually, thank you. No way. That's not Anakin Skywalker. Oh. God knows. Yo, is Anakin Skywalker actually the original trilogy? <laughs> I get... Uh... I guess this is a good time hey, to wrap, oh. actually. God, we've been at this for yeah, one hour twenty-ish. So, oh, yeah. right, just before just before we end up, then, can I ask you what are you thinking about the new shows coming up, like uh, Andor, uh, um, all the other ones, the Old Republic show coming I'm up? I'm not Joker. very hopeful, given how meh Obi Wan was. Mm. I feel like Obi Wan was just fan like service, honestly. It was meh. 
It was fan service. It was fan service. I wouldn't even say it was good fan service, though. It was fine. Hmm. No, we're not talking anime fan service, Hassan. (laughs) I'm not talking anime fan service either. He doesn't do enough fights for it to be fan service. Obi Wan Booba when? Didn't have enough episodes. I mean, Yun McGregor is kind of fuck. I hate how incompetent they made the assassins, though. What the Inquisitors? <laughs> oh, how are they that incompetent? Under tree. Oh no, the tree my way. By far, my favorite scenes of him is when he's just using martial arts because it shows that Jedi, even without their force powers, are really adept yeah. fighters, mm-hmm. right? Because it's something that gets glossed over. Every Jedi is a martial artist. Yeah. All of them know how to yeah. beat the shit out of your weapon or not. <laughs> <laughs> Like, they're they're an ancient monastic order, and people forget that they are monks, basically. It's it's like Darth Maul when he uh, defeated, like, like, what's his name, Qui-Gon? Is it? I can't pronounce it right. Yeah, he was just like... You fell for it, pussy fart. (laughs) (laughs) Like, these guys are like peak MMA fighters, bro. They'll knock the living shit out of your freeways to Friday. (laughs) (laughs) It's Darth Maul when... So what we're saying, not not hopeful for the uh, upcoming shows. I'm not very hopeful, but I'm I'm open to be pleasantly yes, surprised. Uh, uh, and and feel... yeah. Andor, I'm kind and of I... excited because like I loved right. him in Rogue One personally. Uh, Old Republic show, we'll have to see because we haven't seen no, right. anything from Old Republic era. Like Ever two that in... need to nail. The two that they need to nail is the Old Republic because the fan base die for the Old Republic. We will literally crucify them if they get that wrong. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. literally. Like, that's how well-loved Old Republic is. Literally, literally, I'm not saying anyone should do this, and it's illegal, so don't do it, but someone (laughs) will be mad enough to, like, firebomb their studio if they (laughs) mess that up. Yeah. How did we go from talking about Obi-Wan's titties to this, dude? What the fuck? I just said for a minute, I was beating up Gohan, and then all of a sudden I heard, do not firebomb the studio. This is about Old Republic, you know, fandom. If they mess up the Old Republic show, someone will do that. I am not kidding. These guys are fucking insane. I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and we're saying on this show, do not repeat, do not fucking firebomb their studios because we're not going to be held fucking responsible for it. God. And I'm kind of poor at the moment right. and I cannot afford uh, court fees. And the other one. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one they need to nail. Yeah. Yeah. The other one they need to nail is a Sotano. If they get that wrong, then it's another firebombing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway this is a good place to leave it i guess uh episode wise i think guys yeah damn anyway good episode uh we'll see you in the next one goodbye